You're listening to Glitch Please number 57. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Hey, welcome to Glitch Please, the show where we talk about video games every week. I'm Ashley. I hate Mario Tennis Aces. <laughs> I'm Gus. This I'm is going to go great. Happy morning, everyone. <laughs> well, I'm so mad. Gus is... I'm so mad. He was shouty before, and you know Gus's motto is save it for the podcast, <laughs> but he was so boiling over with rage we'll about Mario Tennis that he just Garbage. couldn't, and he's just trying to simmer down. I'm calm. I'm calm. Well, we're going to talk a lot more about that, because there's been a couple new releases this week. Uh, there was also uh, Luminous Remastered, in my opinion, the most important new release of the week, you because like goddamn, I do. Uh, and also Captain Spirit uh, came out, which is the free episode in the Life is Strange universe that's sort of acting as a precursor to Life is Strange 2, which has now been announced with the first episode coming out in September. Mm. So a uh, couple of new releases. That actually doesn't cover all of them. There were more than I, than I realized. Uh, but that's a few of them. It's, every, uh, it's everyone trying to get out before uh, Red Dead. Well, September is going to be Scramble. insane because of that. In fact, I was pretty impressed that, well, I mean, I guess Call of Duty is going in October, Battlefield is going in October, and Forza Horizon is going in October. And then I think there's some other ones as well, but everyone else went out they of the parted, They parted the release scene. Yeah, early okay. September is Spider-Man, which is like a, a good thing that there's a month and a half buffer between that and Red Dead. Going to need yeah. it. Yeah. I'm really looking I'm so forward to Spider-Man. Spider so good. What have you been playing, though? Um, man, I've been doing like an exceptional amount of VR. Um, I've, I've incorporated VR into my workout routine. So I'll do like a morning regular workout, like a real person workout in the gym. Um, and then <laughs> a like, real person workout? Yeah, like I don't want to feel like, I don't know, like I actually burn more calories doing VR, but I just want to wake up and do a regular workout because I feel like. You don't want to wake up and be like, all right, play video games. I feel like an idiot <laughs> playing video games in the morning as a workout. But anyways, I, I, so I do the normal workout in the morning. And then I come home. And I, I've been doing about two and a half hours of VR, uh, which is about as much as I can do until I like pass out. Um, but I've been using a Fitbit to track it, and I was kind of blown away by just how much like calories you can burn and how physical some VR games are. So particularly, I've been playing a game called Sprint Vector, okay, um, and it's a racing game in VR, and it's a it's a it's a do you do racing place? Yeah, it's kind of like it's like, like the, the power pad. pad. Did you do that? It's oh kind of like, like Jet Set Radio Future. So you're actually swinging your arms the whole time to, to move. Um, but there is jumping and a little bit of flying boosting and things so like that. And Lucio and Simulator. And power-ups. It's kind of like Lucio Simulator. Um, and there are multiple like paths throughout the racetrack. It feels kind of like Mario Kart, um, but you're always moving. Um, I was kind of intimidated by it at first because there's a lot of systems. There's like drifting, there's there's double jumping, jumping in midair, there's flying, there's power-ups, there's all this shit to get used to and, and the whole time you're fucking doing this. <laughs> um, uh, but it's more, it's a little more like long swings than that. Uh, but it is super physical uh, and it doesn't really let up and when you're playing online with people, uh, it's actually really motivating. I didn't think, I don't normally play games online because people are assholes, um, but in VR there's a little bit more of a barrier to entry so there's a little bit less so what you're saying is this is only for rich assholes. Well, I, 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 I'll, I'll talk about. I did run into an asshole yesterday in VR, but I'll talk about that after this. Uh, but I was I was All playing right. I was playing Sprint Vector and did he? Uh, how did he feel about Mario Tennis? He hated it. Hey, hey, it's not a, you're not an asshole if you hate Mario Tennis. You just know it's a good game. Uh, <laughs> um, but just having like this one guy that would always beat me by like a minute, and then in the last couple races we were like neck and neck, but he was still edging me out. And then in the last race I. Finally, fucking beat him, and I got, You're to, the I got to turn around and be like, "It's over. I've beaten you once, and you beat me 18 fucking times." That sounds like a movie, uh, Adam. Dude, but in two and a half hours, according to Fitbit, and that definitely overestimates uh, how many calories you burn. It was like 2,500 calories. Uh, That's a lot of calories. It, yeah, and so I think you're running. Well, it it, it just has actually it records your body weight, it records your average heart rate that you're doing, uh, and it also records like your your, your general movement. Yeah, yeah I feel uh, like a heart rate's the big one. Heart rate's That's heart one rate, of the heart reasons. Heart rate and weight. 
I've really, I've stopped wearing my Apple Watch because I don't like it bossing me around and telling me to stand <laughs> up every hour. Like, come on. Yeah, I'm, I, I, was, no. I was thinking about an Apple Watch, but I think I'll hold off until the next generation. Yeah, I only wear it when I work out. But I find it really handy for that because I like the yeah. heart rate monitor. I want to know, yeah, I want to know if I'm, I'm working. Um, and and this will tell it you. It sounds like you've been working. Yeah, dude. Like, I'll, I'll come out of VR and... I, there will not be a spot on my clothes that isn't completely soaked in sweat. It's fucking great. Um, so how often do you have to like? How, how do you clean your VR headset? VR, you just kind of have to squeegee out. It's phones. So you gotta go. Oh, you don't have out. the cover for it. The, so here's the problem with the cover: is that it won't go into the foam, and then it'll go into the Vive. Is my concern. Uh, yeah, it's totally gross, and no one can ever use my Vive again. But it's my Vive, and I'm allowed to sweat. All right. Um, I also play uh, a game called Spark, which is basically Discs of Tron, but with balls. And that's the one where I ran into some asshole who was gatekeeping my VR game. He was like... Someone's gatekeeping So Yeah. So so basically... Adam, this, you got gatekept. I got oh gatekept. Oh my god. But, uh, okay, I need to hear this. So, in the game, you, you, each person has a ball. And you basically throw the ball and try to hit the other player. Simple as that. Um, and if you're in a kind of a square tunnel, um, and... A strategy is to bounce the ball around so it's fucking hard to keep track of right. so you can't dodge it or block it. Um, and I was waiting in the lobby, and he was watching two other players play, as was I. And he was like, yeah, we're looking for some more advanced players. All this bouncy ball bullshit is nonsense. Any more than three points of contact, and you're a fucking noob. What? Yeah, and I was like, what are you talking about, man? He's like, yeah, you just want to throw it directly at them and try to get those try to get those uh, strikes, which make your ball come out. I was like, whatever, dude. And then so the next match, we went against each other, and I used my bouncy ball bullshit and kicked his ass. <laughs> you noob. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. But is that more than three points of contact bullshit? <laughs> yeah, it's so good, though. Uh, but yeah, beat him. Also beat a little kid, and he got very upset, and I felt so bad. Did he cry? Uh, no, but he did, he did, you could see in VR their body language, he went like this. Oh. <laughs> He's like, I'm never going to win again. Maybe, like, oh. how do you know? Here's the thing, this is the internet. What if like someone just installed? A voice modulator? And they, they installed, well, they, they installed like, like some kind of like pity party, pity party mod. So like afterwards, they just like they throw the pity party, and the character just goes. Mm. What's he, dude? He's also short. Like he. They could he, recalibrate the floor totally. to make him look short. He had. He was speaking though. He uh. was, every every match, he'd go in the match, and he'd be like, "You, me, let's do it." And I was like, "This kid's fucking awesome." Oh, uh, man. And, but, then you, you and then you destroyed him. him. Well, I was working out, so I needed to not go easy on him. <laughs> Did you do that three points of contact bullshit? Oh yeah, that bouncy ball bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, all about it. I'm all about the bouncy ball bullshit. Um, so that's VR workouts. I played some more Hollow Knight. I don't know if I'm done with that game. That game's fucking hard and has a lot of bouncy ball bullshit going on. This is Spark, by the way. Um, and you can see, it's just you're throwing a ball at the other player. It's really fun. Um, when you have your ball, you have a shield. So um, it's it's like table tennis minus a table plus a VR. Yeah, it's it's just a fun, and I've been I'm playing with my friend uh, every day, and it's great to have like a workout buddy because it gets real competitive and it just keeps you going. Um, super fun. I really I can't say enough good things about VR workouts because while I can do it while while I do a regular workout in the morning, coming home be able to bust out like a lot of calories just by playing video games is really really satisfying. Tell me about it, um, dude. Yeah, dude, it's There's, it's great. Part of it, I think, is that video games make it so easy to pass the time yeah, that you're yeah. doing something and... Well, it's, it's fun. Right, whereas you normally you'd be counting every single minute of Dude, that and it, yeah. would, it would feel it, like torture. This helps to take you out of it, distract your brain, because I feel like brains are the worst enemies of workouts. When, when I'm on the treadmill... Cardio, anyway. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. recommend necessarily doing like VR if you're lifting weights or something that right. could go real bad real fast. Well, you could lift like 10 pounds and in VR it's like a thousand. You're like, yeah. you're like, <laughs> when, when you look at your VR muscles and they're all huge. People talked about like putting those weight straps on your mm. wrist, but I hear that's bad for your joints. So I'm not gonna do Is that. it? Yeah, because you, I, I don't know why. Isn't everything bad for I'm your joints? I'm not a doctor. Listen, I'm not a doctor or a fitness expert, clearly. So maybe consult your doctor before figuring out a workout plan. But if you have a VR, it's worth uh, playing uh, some of those games. Good disclaimer, dude. I like it. Maybe yeah. that's, uh, maybe what, we could do is we could develop a product for people who want to work out in VR that's just the Vive controllers but with weights in them. It's yep. like so each controller is like five. And we can like a bow flex where you can adjust the weight. You know, or not. A, what are those things called? Those little like dumbbells that have like fourteen different settings where you can click in more mm. weights. That's the thing. Oh that yeah, they're. I knew that was a thing with gaming mice for a while. Oh, Do you remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I haven't seen that in years. Yeah, those dumbbells like they're very expensive. They're like. Three or four hundred bucks, and then another three or four hundred bucks for the stand. But you only need one. 
So you only need one set. No, it's it's cool if you want to spend six hundred bucks, but yeah. I have not wanted to do that. Um, Hollow Knight is bullshit. That game's really hard. It's really good, but I don't know if I'm gonna play any more of it. I, every time I turn on my Switch, it's me in the mid death of Hollow Knight because I turn it off immediately when I die because I get pissed. Um, I did that with the Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze for a bit. I need to. Get where that. I was like, I, there's, you know, there's. Uh, You'll be going through, and you can get through some pretty challenging areas, but there seem like there are specific bits of this that were designed specifically to torment you and you alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like just run into those, where I'm like, I, I feel like this one is just, there's something about me and my brain and whatever abnormalities are up in there that I, I can't get through this part. And so I will run through lives. The good thing about Donkey Kong Country there is that uh, basically if on each run you can average getting at least one coin, then if you get low on lives you can exit the level. You lose all your progress for the different checkpoints and everything, but you can exit the level and go to the little shop and you can buy red balloons. And each balloon is a coin. Hmm. So you can, if you get just one coin per attempt, then you won't run out of lives. Yeah, running out of lives is a, is a rough thing. No one wants that game over. It doesn't a lot in games anymore. No. But uh, I, I still refuse to use the like, oh hey, well we've just unlocked the next level. We see you try and that's uh, real sweet. Yeah. Because I will not be condescended do, to. Do you say do not use those those features? No. I, I was going to say I was playing Metal Gear Solid Five, which is uh, Phantom Pain. Great game. And uh, I failed like two times on a mission and it gave me a prompt that said, do you want to use the chicken hat? Uh, I was like, yeah. what's a chicken hat? And it says, when you, you like basically don't get detected by enemies, even if you walk right in front of them. Um, I didn't use a chicken hat because I didn't want to be, I wasn't, a, I was no I, chicken. I, I'll, I'll use bouncy ball bullshit, but no no chicken hat. I, I, I've used the chicken hat on occasion. It's fun. I mean, I don't know. I, it's I, like a I, different I, approach. Yeah, I might use that game. Apparently, speedrunners use it. Speaking of, so Summer Games Done Quick is still going on. I think it'll still be going on by the time this comes out as well, think, but it'll be on to last day. I think when we're taping right now, I think it's day five, I believe. Yeah, so we're, because uh, we, we record on Thursday, but it goes through Saturday or Sunday. I'm a little bit bummed. I missed the Cuphead speed run, which I guess was last night, and mm -hmm. I would, I'm going to have to go and find the VOD or the highlight of that because I need to see a proper Cuphead speed run. You need to watch someone who's... Wicked good at the game. And here's the problem is, uh, I remember when I was playing that game that I would I would get stuck on something like, I don't even know, is this possible for real? Mm -hmm. And I would go to YouTube and I would look up and there'd be the, you know, like no hit runs. Mm -hmm. And so you'd watch someone play through this and take not a single hit in these levels that are absolutely killing me. And they make it look easy because you're like, oh, of course. You just avoid the things flying at you. Right. That makes Duh. total sense. Of I course. Love, I, yeah. And they make it, it just, it looks really straightforward, and you're like, ah, oh, okay, great, go back to do it. Immediately die, just. <laughs> it's really, it's really fun to watch speedruns in games that you're like really passionate about because they always like, always execute something like perfectly, and you're like, that is fucking impossible. Yeah. It's like, oh, just don't get hit, you dummy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Thank you. Right, obviously. Obviously. Right, right, right. Don't die is the solution. Yeah. yeah. If you do good, you do good. <laughs> Yay. Well, I keep going on there and trying to see speedruns, and it's the wrong game. They're, they're running too fast. Oh, Go we got some of the highlights up here. It looks... Like, they, this game looks so easy. Wow. Yeah, they make it look joke, like it's dude. just this game Why is make this baby, nothing. Why do they make this Who? game for babies? Oh, you can just jump over that boss. Yeah. <laughs> and people, like, people find all of that stuff. I guess that's what halfway through is about, or a third of the way through. That's ten minutes in. And it's just... I, I don't understand how people can be that good at video Wow, games. that's ridiculous. If you finish that stage in 50 seconds. It's awesome. Uh, but how about you, Gus? What have you been playing? Uh, I've been watching a lot of the World Cup, so my video game has been a little put aside. But I you did... getting into FIFA? <laughs> yeah, I'm playing a lot of FIFA. <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, I, I, I did, however, pick up Mario Tennis Aces, because I thought I was going to enjoy that, and I didn't. I did not enjoy that game. Didn't Why you, not? Gus? I only played about... So full disclosure, I only played about 45 minutes and I had to put it down. I couldn't play that game anymore. Um, so you didn't give it a fair shot? They forgot to put tennis in that game. What do you mean? After you 45 minutes, I wanted to play tennis. There's tennis challenges. Uh -huh. But, but you, you no can't play tennis. a regular match of tennis. Well, and, and it's can not you play a regular match of Mario tennis? You, you can play no, uh, you, online, yes. But I just wanted to play 
like any a little bit of story, a little bit of single player. Just a game of tennis. Right. I just wanted to jump into some tennis. And like, are, are you know, are you starting like, out as a scrappy like underdog who's gonna gonna like, go beyond become the champion? Sounds like the single player is, no. is setting you up for success in the online mode. Maybe. By but, by teaching you skills that you wouldn't otherwise have. But the 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 second. Word in the title is tennis, and but the first is Mario. There is Mario. So There's Mario's definitely, definitely Mario. in there, yeah. They they forgot to put the tennis. Are you hitting stuff with the racket? I am hitting stuff with like the racket. Tennis, it's yeah. not tennis. It's like hit thirty fire plants or thirty piranha plants in fifty seconds. Like okay, that's not tennis. That's not tennis. So you, you you're saying that you just want a way to play a regular match, right? Even just like against there CPU a, players. Or is whatever. there is there with a story? Like there's a story that starts. They start and it's like oh, there's this evil racket. Yeah, there's an evil racket that was uncovered from a tomb, and it's taken over Wario and Waluigi, and it's taken over Luigi now, and you Did have to Did it really go... need to take them over? Well, I mean... they gave it to Mario, but Luigi grabs it, and then it infects oh, him. Oh, I see, I see. It's this whole... It, it's a very deep story. It's not at all. Have you played And then online? the story goes away. Have you played online at all? No. Okay. So, normally the way I operate is I like to finish all the single-player stuff, and then I'll move to online. And that's just... You don't want to get spoiled. Normally the way I play. Uh, even with, like... COD and stuff like that. Like, even stuff you don't have to do that for. I'll play through all a single player and then I'll play online. See, like, this is what I expected. Some of this in, like, with a CPU, but you can only do that with uh, online with other players. A lot of the reviews that I've seen on that game, it tends to be that the single player is a lot of mini game bullshit. And then the online multiplayer is a ton of fun and everybody's playing. Look at that. That is some bouncing. Mini ball game bullshit. bullshit. Right there. I wouldn't even call it a game. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's just mega mini. bullshit. <laughs> um, so, I'm sure. Did you Some have, people like it. Did you did you have that problem with like golf story where it was more nonsense than actual golf? No, I was fine the with golf. I loved golf story. you knew going into it was an RPG. The story was the second word. And you got to play golf. golf story. What's that? You got to play golf. Yeah, I guess you did, but it was I, I, I don't know. What what do you think about like how technical this game is compared to the, This game is actually really deep. There's a lot of um, mechanics, a lot of different ways to hit and move around the court. I was I was honestly shocked at how much it was and even like Playing for a little while, it was like I was having to like stop and try to remember like, all right, which button is for dash, which button is for this, and it's, there, it's there's it's a kind there's of a fucking lot. hard, dude. Yeah, it's it's really deep. I've, it's, I've had I had some trouble getting across the court to like because the the bots are always like sending balls like sideways. And mm -hmm. It's hard, dude. You gotta slow down time. You gotta yeah. run. Yeah. So lots of it. really cool mechanics, and it would be great if you could play them. I mean, you can with other people, just. So right, it's, it's but a little weird. Here, in the, I mean, Nintendo's in the, Switch is not the strongest right. online it's console. Uh, so in the beta, you were able to play against bots, and you were able to play matches. Maybe, maybe I didn't get that far, but within forty-five minutes, I wanted to play tennis against a bot. Sure, I, I think, but it was online against bots, mm. which is weird. Maybe I have to look in online settings for that? I don't know. The only thing I know is I started Googling how to return a Nintendo eShop game, and I found out that you can't. Yeah, You're also not alone. I think uh, I've, after, not like the, within the last few days of it coming out, there were a lot of people figuring, trying to figure out how to return the game because it, you can't play regular tennis matches. Yeah. And that's a problem yeah. it's a, for it's, a lot it, of people. It's definitely a problem for me, and I acknowledge it's not a problem for everyone. The, the online reviews are very mixed. There's some people who are fine with it and some people who are not, and I'm definitely in the camp who is not. Uh, I think what we can all learn from this is that really uh, Nintendo should go back to golf. <laughs> I, I could play some Because I Mario Golf, I miss I it Mario so much. I, I love Mario Tennis on 64, though. It's just, it was a lot simpler. I think maybe they probably needed to add some depth to this game to make it like appealing to a wider audience, but man, I do miss like just arcadey tennis. Yeah. But I think I think there is a like a, a dumb mode for I'll look for, for, for dummies like me. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll look for dumb mode. Yeah. Um, I'm still doing my Kingdom Hearts. It's where are great. you where are you at? Uh, I so I was traveling last weekend. I went to VidCon and so I didn't get as much time to play as I would have liked. Did you check out Tanacon while you were there? Oh my god, Tannicon. <laughs> I was that in attendance, but I was unregistered and they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> weird. So weird. That whole thing was a lot of fun to follow, as long as you know you're not involved in it in any way. Because yeah. it was just a it was just a wreck. That's Apparently inter she interesting. uh she was like, Oh, I'm gonna be planning this, but I just you know, I just went to Hawaii for a week, but now I'm gonna get on organizing. I was like, isn't it like a, a week away? Okay. I don't, I don't know Best the whole story. Luck. That just it seems was, like a bad situation. It sounds yeah, like, sounds it like a, the, a the YouTuber hall. decided to set up her own convention. I don't think she understood how much goes into setting up conventions. 
uh, oversold the venue and then also had told people that they could just roll up without tickets and that would be fine. Oh, that's cool, yeah. Love that. And so, it wasn't, you know, spoiler, it wasn't fine. Thousands and thousands of people showed up for a venue that could hold a couple hundred. Mm. So please, it was. Please, please don't come to RTX. What? If you don't register. I guess we can sell tickets at the door, though. Yeah. All right, come on. Come on, RTX, buy a ticket. It's hot. Bring, bring August, some water. August 3rd to 5th, Austin, Texas. All right. But once Sorry. we sell out, we sell it yeah. out. So you yeah. were traveling, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I was traveling. So I didn't get to spend as much time as I was playing, but I did get uh, to spend a little bit more time with a Vita feature that I have criminally underused in the time that I've had a Vita, and that is that you can remote play over the internet. Mm -hmm. Oh. That my Vita will and go through the pipes, Which and is? it will connect to my PS4 at home. It will find it across the internet, and it will connect to it, and I can play games on my, I can play Ast games at home from thousands of miles away. Asterisk, sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, it does, you <laughs> I, do I, have I had to a Vita have, before. You do have to have a really solid connection. I've had, I've been on Wi-Fi in my own house before and had to be like, connection's not good enough. Hmm. But if you have ridiculous internet, you can totally connect it. If you right. have ridiculous so, internet, if your PS4 is hardwired in and not Wi-Fi. Which it is. And if you have the appropriate ports open on your router, which by default, sometimes, depending on your ISP, are not open and can be a huge hassle to uh, to get rectified. Okay, so there's some complications, yeah, so but the point is... Your mileage may vary, is all I want to, to uh, get across here. Also, the, with the latency and everything, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't play something like Kingdom Hearts that way because just the input lag and all that you're dealing with it would not be great, but like a, like a strategy game, something turn-based? Yeah, mm. absolutely. Pretty exciting. That's cool. But I'm, I'm not allowing myself to give in and play Persona wherever I want, whenever I want, because <laughs> I would. Uh, so there's a, a Steam sale going on. Did you guys pick anything up during that? I haven't that? yet. Um, no, <sighs> I'm going to be honest. I'm finding Steam sales a lot less compelling than they used to be. Well, they changed, I, I know why. They changed I know, the format. Of, there's no flash sales. It's right. like from this date to this date, all the sales are exist, which is good and bad. It's it's probably better for the consumer. I, yes and no. I think that it just means instead of getting the really deep discounts that you get during the flash sales because those are publishers going to be like all right we can do this and it'll be like a whole bump and we'll get a whole crazy mm -hmm. you know a uh, bit out of it but then it goes back to normal sale price uh yeah. and so it i think flash sales were a sort of riskier crazier thing that publishers would do because they're like it's only for four hours or eight hours and that's it and then sale price again so i think that we're just not getting the deep, deep discounts anymore. And I get why. Yeah. I get that with now that they've uh, implemented the whole refund policy, refund you know, policy people is. would just be refunding in, in order to buy it at the super cheap price, and it would create all kinds of chaos. I think, I think, I've, had, I think I've had more money exciting. saved via the refund system than I would ever have had during uh, uh, flash sales. Also, uh, they put out a, a feature where you can check how much you spent total on Steam. Oh, God. Oh, no. Okay, um, hold on. I, I, I had checked mine, and I'm okay saying this number on there. Uh, I have about 405 games. What would you estimate that I've spent on Steam? 400 games? times. I'm going to say you don't spend $60 a game. I'm going to say you spend $30 a game. So uh, 400. Well, maybe. I'm going to say 8,000. Dude, I've spent $2,300. That's it. Wow. I was, I was blown away. I won't out whoever this wow. person is, but I talked to someone else, and they had roughly the same number of games as me, and they had spent over $10,000. And they were like, oh, no, that's a lot. Was it Adam Baird? <laughs> I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm, I, I got to look it up. Okay, Ben just sent me the link. I gotta see how much I've spent. Um, I have it, but I have two-factor turned on, and my phone is in my office. So, no problem. Um, I can't check it. How crazy is that? <laughs> uh, I don't want to know. But so I have picked up a few things. There's there's some good sales. There's a game I wanted to play for a long time called The Surge, which is like people are like, oh, it's like sci-fi Dark Souls, which everything is something Dark Souls. But I will check What's, it out. What's the difference means, between now Dark Souls just means hard, right? right? What's the difference between total spend and old spend? Um, I don't know. Do you add those numbers together? I don't think you add those together. I was looking this think, up earlier. I think total total spend spend is the, yeah, I think it's just the total spend is like the amount that you've spent on a game before. What are you, what are you at? Quake, how many games do you have? Oh, God. How, let me look that up. 
It's going to take me a second. Okay. Give me, give um, me so I also picked up Thumper, which is a game I've been meaning to play. I think Thumper's that was, great. I want to say it was under 10 bucks or it was just over. Um, I picked that up. That's going to be a good. The, the VR version? Uh, yes. That's okay. it's going to be a good pickup. I'm excited to check that out because I, I like seated VR experiences sometimes just to be able to like chill and that game looks a little angry. Uh, no, it's cool. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, it reminds me uh, very much of like the classic like Res. Yeah. Or yeah, totally. or to some that, degree. Res is also on sale. Res. Res Infinite is on sale, and I was just not sure about that one because it's a little more than I want to spend in the game. I don't know about. Yeah. Two hundred twenty-eight games. Two hundred twenty-eight games. Okay. Uh, you, how long have you had? I guess I got Steam the day it launched. Okay. Uh, I'm going to estimate you spent roughly $4,000 on Steam. It's a pretty good guess. $3,500. All right, there you go. Uh, for, the, for the record, your old spend is money spent on Steam before April 17th, 2015. This is the date upon which Steam implemented a new limited user account policy to protect against phishing and spam activity. So, so I've really picked it up in the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. you, it's all those microtransactions, guys. Yeah. God, you got me. But... Yeah, there's some, there's some good games on sale. I, I, there's other things I want to check out, like Lost Planet, the whole series is on sale. I loved Lost Planet 1. Like with a, oh, I forgot about with that a game. passion. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, that's like $3. The second one's $4. I think the third one's on there. But those apparently are not very good. Stardew Valley's 12 bucks. Uh, hey, everyone not, gets Stardew Valley. Probably not worth it, I would say. What? Kidding. How <laughs> dare you? I will fight you, especially because uh, on PC, they do have the multiplayer beta going. Mm. Yeah, when's so, that rolling out to switches and stuff? Do you know? They, uh, I think they will. They want to iron out all the bugs, fix it, and get it to a release date on PC. And then Nintendo Switch will be the first console to get it. Okay. But it, it they're not going to hold off the PC final release of gotcha. multiplayer for that. I mean, I keep calling it multiplayer. It's actually like the new version. It adds a bunch more content to a bunch of really fun changes. Like if you try and date. Everyone in the town, they all gang up on you, and then like no <laughs> gang one. Gang bank? Well, uh, maybe that's the version after that. Right. But they they'll they'll all break up with you, and no one will talk to you. Mm. You'll be a pariah because man, that was a terrible game, pariah. Remember that oh, Xbox no. man. piece of trash? No. Was man. that the one? What was the one? There's a period of time where I identify games by their boxes. Uh -huh. There was one with like a tiny. This doesn't even look familiar. Was this the, nope, that was not the Tiny Cherub game. Okay. Yeah, now Pariah was like a weird shooter that was just bad. I just remember it because I bought it and I thought, man, this is terrible. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry for this. That's the extent tangent. of what you remember? I, I apologize. It's a 5.9 on GameSpot. Yep, n not great. Not, not great. Um, I've been, so Kingdom Hearts and stuff is like, because I haven't made a lot of progress. I'm on to Halloween Town, which is my favorite level in Kingdom Hearts easily because. I, I just love it. Yeah, it's great. And so uh, I'm there. I've only made progress. I finished off Atlantica and went on to Halloween Town, and that's it. So I haven't I haven't played very far, but I have been playing mm. Luminous Remastered. Mm. And oh dear lord, did you ever have a PSP? No, nope. I, I did. That's the last time I played Luminous was on my PSP in like '05 or something. I I, Same. I, I know I it's confused Medios and Luminous. Maybe so. Luminous. Luminous is uh, it's kind of. Like at first glance, it looks a little Tetrisy almost in that it's dropping blocks, but you, it's all, it's very music based, a lot of things to the beat. And huh. you, so you drop and you're trying to make a cube of four. And when you do, then it disappears and uh, you can try and get multiple overlapping cubes and they all disappear and you get huge bonuses. And then uh, as you get so far along, the level will change. The music changes, the look of the blocks change, but then also it's things like the, there's a, a, so the blocks drop in a cube of different con color configurations. And then there's a sort of like a cycle bar that will go across the screen. And at, when that goes across, then they'll clear. Until if you get the, the four together, then they'll sit there waiting to clear until that bar crosses them. Hmm. So if you make a match as a bar is halfway through it, then it will clear the, the half time. that it goes through and leave oh, the other half. Gotcha. And so there's a there's a timing element, and sometimes depending on the level, that bar will go really fast or really really slow. So you have to be queuing up a whole bunch of things and be prepared for all the the blocks are to you, drop. Are you playing it touch or is it all? No, it's color? a D-pad. Gotcha. Yeah. In fact, I keep. If there's one problem I'm having with it, it's that I keep trying to use 
um, just the analog stick, and you can't. Mm. You gotta use the D-pad. So there's no analog support. Yeah. No analog support. Okay. All D-pad, and the you gotta, it, you gotta give it the D. It, yeah. Pad. All right, see ya. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> but overall, it's really like it's hypnotic. It's really you get this into this trance and into this zone, and it's a lot of fun. How was the music? How's the beats? Great. I remember really liking sweet, that game. Sweet beats. But what was the last? Do we know what the last entry in that series was? Because I feel like that's a game I haven't thought about in ten years, maybe. It's been a while. I know that Luminous has it's come to different platforms since then, but I just saw Luminous remastered and was like. Ah, I loved Luminous and went for that. So it's just the, was that, was the original a, was game? Was that a PSP, PSP game? It was yeah. a PSP. Just the original game remastered? Pretty much. There are a couple changes. There's a special block that will, uh, it'll, it has like a little icon and then it, when it drops, it will cue any adjacent, anything that it's touching that's the same color or that those ones are touching the same color to clear. Okay. So. If you can get it shaped up right, like get it in the right spot, then you could theoretically clear all of the weird funky blocks that you've got orphaned all over the like your your pile, your mm -hmm. block pile. The last game was released in 2015 on mobile, and then there was one for the Vita way back in 2012. Okay, so it has been a while. It's been a bit. Yeah. But it was the one of the, easily my favorite game on PSP. I got there were so I many got, great I titles on the claw. PSP. I played Wipeout. I really liked Wipeout. But Luminous was the star for me. And I really enjoyed it, and so I'm happy to have it. I got it on Switch. I think mm. it came it came out on the other consoles as well, right? But I like being able to pick it up, put it down. PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, and it's 15 bucks. It's yeah. not bad. And the only thing is, I have a bad habit of, I'll like stop to take a break, and then I'll go back to it, and I'll be like, and all the blocks dropped, and I died because... I was, I'm out of the zone. Right. And you, then I have you, to You don't start. know where you were or what yeah, was going on. Yeah, basically, mm -hmm. if I pause it, I'm going to come back to lose. Right. And that's... That's, that's a great time to pause. Right, exactly. So I need to not do that. It's yeah. a learning process. But overall, really loving it. Good. Going to check out that Mario Tennis Aces. I hear it's got don't, great don't tennis matches. I'm actually really excited. While we were talking about Mario, like, it just clicked in my head. I forgot that Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle... Donkey Kong Adventure comes out or came out this week. Oh, so I'm gonna go install I that and play that. I like that. And yes. I'll, I'll stop being mad at my Switch. So this is the crew too. Apparently not that great. That's that's too bad. That game looked really promising. I like the whole spy hunter thing where you're yeah. transforming. Uh, have you seen like the some of the people tweeting the procedurally generated store names? No. <laughs> what are they? Too? I'll, I'll, I'll I'll look it up. I can't do it justice. Okay. Gotcha. The uh, from what I understand, uh, and I haven't really dove into the crew. Too very much, but it the car mechanics feel a lot better than the crew. So there are improvements, and it actually feels like a car racing game now. Mm. Well, you know, a racing game since it's not all cars, but uh, it's so it's improved, but still leaves a lot to be desired. So here's uh, one of them. It's oh here, I'll send this okay. to uh, to the booth so that way they have it as well. Very exciting, very exciting. Uh, the booth, I'm sending you something. So one of them is. Uh, it says, Restaurante, chicken grilled coffee, pizza, pizza, grilled pizza. <laughs> There's another one that says, oh, it's like a little uh, and these sign. These the names of the restaurants? Yeah, it's like, like on the, the side, name and on the buildings? front. There's like a, a little sign like on the side of a building that would say like all the names of the stores in that building. There's, oh, see, here, here we go. There, okay. well, can you here pull up like the, the individual ones? Yeah, uh, it's a shoe, tailoring, furniture, cleaning, Buy one, get second one. <laughs> Appliances. Uh, at, look, I'm sold on that shopping good, center. Man, it seems like they have everything that I need. And if you buy one, you get second one. There's a ca cafe called French Cuisine that has homemade ravioli. It's a cat cafe? Fettuccine French Cuisine. A cafe, not a cat cafe. Yeah, homemade ravioli, fettuccine, or tortellini. You know, They're all French very cuisine. French, yes. And on the door it says, original special. Yeah, digging it's it. It's just like... I'm just words. It just it just grabbed words. That's great. I'm feeling it. I'm all about it. Doesn't it just it's oh, going, go. it's going by go. at 100 miles an hour, man? Right. You normally wouldn't stop and look at it, but some people do stop and look at it. It's like when uh, it's like when you stop and look at the crowds in old racing games, and it's all just like paper. Or when I, or like, they're they're all just sort of like the same thing going. 
Although what remember, that? what's the the special effects for um, for Star Wars? The, the cloud racing. I don't think they ended up using it, but it was Q-tips. Q-tips, right? But uh, but some people do look at that. Like when I played, I love this one. When I played uh, Spider-Man on the at, at E3, I definitely stopped. I didn't swing. I walked on the street to see you know what it was like and what the people were like, and and they it seemed like that part of the demo at least was pretty well built out. So that that's a relief, but that's pretty funny. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm going to probably hold out for a Forza Horizon. Cause, uh, I would, but that's October, dude. It's a bad month. It's a bad month, but also uh, Forza Horizon, I think, is beginning of October. So I've got a couple of weeks that I can be playing that. So I can do, uh, basically, I'm sort of planning on chaining Spider-Man into Forza into Red Dead. Because gotcha. I'm not going to be playing too much Battlefield 5 or Call of Duty, probably. Though they're... You know, they're cool. I'll probably check them out, but probably spend a little bit less time with them. Forza Horizon, we'll see. I don't, I really liked Forza Horizon 3. I'm not sure if it's just because I was like, oh, Australia. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if if that, I'm not sure how much that added to the experience for me. We'll see. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. I liked 3 so much, so fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Good luck. All right. There are a lot of current events happening. I, you know, usually you get like a big E3 lull where nothing is really going on. Everyone mm-hmm. sort of, they got their announcements out and then everyone just goes home and sleeps for like a month or doesn't sleep because they're working on their games, as the case may be. But there's been a lot happening this week. So let's talk about the news. Uh, okay, first up. Overwatch, well, Blizzard specifically, is uh, attempting to patent Overwatch's play of the game. It's an interesting mechanic, move. Which is very interesting considering that that's... It's existed like, for decades before they ever used it. Yeah, was in and has been in sports games and there are a bunch of other games that use it. Uh, not exactly like that, but uh, there was the, the Call of Duty... Like, are, are they patenting just the idea of play of the game, or is it like their specific delivery? Where right. It's like, so play of the game, Lucio. Here's like, no, that, 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 I think that it was the method, and she's, I'm sure she's going to pull it specifically yeah, so the language. I, but it was the method by which the system determines and then delivers play of the game. Right. Well, but it, here's the there's a tricky thing about that too because that's also going to be changing. Mm-hmm. So here's the. Let me find, I'm looking at, trying to look up the actual patent. Um, but uh, there's a little bit of verbiage here that's, uh, so a game server records events that occur within a match of a video game played using a plurality of game clients, so multiplayer game. After the match is concluded, the game server scores the events according to a plurality of criteria corresponding a plurality of play of the game categories. The game server then selects a play of the game category and determines the top aggregated score for that category. Once determined, the game server sends one or more instructions to the game clients, which causes the game clients to display a replay of the events that occurred during the time window increment corresponding to the top aggregated score for the selected category. So, kind of the way play of the game is made, but also kind of not because that you would think that then they'd be patenting their algorithm. But that's not the case. The algorithm can change any time. This is saying uh, any system that looks at the things in the game, decides on a thing, and then delivers, and then signals to the client to that that's the that that's the play of the game. Mm. So it seems kind of vague. Like they're keeping it vague because that algorithm is going to change. Mm-hmm. There was an interview where they were like, yeah, we want to do a lot more with... I think they said they're at 70% of where they want it to be. Right. They yeah. want to do a lot more with it. So if that's going to change and then they can't just patent that specific algorithm right. as a final thing, it's, it's just, they're not going to be... It's just it. the system by which a computer or a server picks play of the game. Right. So basically they, they are trying to patent this mechanic. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's been done before. I remember it was, who was it? Was it Capcom somebody uh, who had patented mi- loading screen mini games? Oh, that was Bandai Namco. Bandai Namco, okay. And that patent expired in like 2015. Mm-hmm. But up until that point, it was just, you can't do any kind of mini game in your loading screen unless you're going to pay us because... We have the patent for it. Yeah, and it, it just seems like the, like a weird, like if you if you can, if you can't patent, or like you know you can't copyright specific mechanics. Why can you patent them? Yeah, can I patent using a gun in a video game? 
Right, it's like it's like this, this is such a wide like every. I just play like the game with a new concept. Who, who, first off, who knows if it'll pass? Second off, it's like why? It seems like a, a lot of bad press for not a huge return, right? Like well, I mean, I would assume that they're trying to use this to keep competitors, say, Paladins or something, from being able to implement a similar feature. But it's just play of the game. It doesn't affect the gameplay itself. Yeah, it's a nice to see, like, yourself in a, in a hey, I, I did this, everyone's watching me do something cool, but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of just an add-on feature. It's nothing, it's nothing pivotal. It's, like a, it's a cool little thing, but it's definitely additive, and I think Overwatch is very, I think they're very careful, very protective, and very proud of the formula they've put together, because all of those little things, like those little additive details, have led to it being a they, huge success. Also, they, they add up to a great game. <laughs> also, new hero, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Hamster Ball. Hamster Ball, the hero. We don't, I don't think we have a name. We've just seen so far a 10-second teaser I'm of a ball sure of gun death his name piloted by a hamster. Is Hamster Ball? I think his name is Doom Ball. <laughs> just sticking with the Doom theme. <laughs> I want his, I want his it's name. His cousin. I want his name Hamster, like the the old misspelling on Hamster Dance. Hamster. Oh. Yeah. Man, we talked about that. We shouldn't have. <laughs> but Sorry. you know what I'm really curious to see is the response from the overall gaming audience because I. It seems to me like this is an overreach on Blizzard's part. I was reading through the... Oh, sorry, are we talking about the hamster or the big player? Oh, no, sorry. Okay. I, was, I was like, yeah, what's wrong with the hamster? Sorry. I'm sorry, no, we can go back to the hamster. No. That's fine. <laughs> but I was just... I'm thinking more about the this play of the game thing, and it seems like this a similar kind of overreach that people have been getting very upset at PUBG Corp for. Well, yeah, I mean, also... Oh, PUBG Corp pulled out of their lawsuit. Right. They did. They, they, they shut down their lawsuit against... Epic, Epic yeah. uh, over Fortnite in South Korea. Do, we don't know the details on that, just that they dropped the suit. <laughs> Fortnite was like, hey, don't do that. You're like, that's a pretty nice engine you have. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. Um, but yeah, well, we've seen other incidents like this before. Like uh, Activision had some backlash for some of their uh, ma potential matchmaking patents. And, right, because uh, they were uh, patenting a matchmaking system whereby they would... I'm, I'm trying to remember, there's been some Activision ones and I think some EA it's ones, but Activision is the one where they would pair you with people who had a really cool thing, so you'd get jealous of the thing. And want to buy And the then thing. if you bought the thing, then it would pair you with people that you could kill easily so that you'd feel good about having bought the thing. And they, they swear that that hasn't been implemented in anything, but just the fact that they were looking it's into R&D and patenting that kind of, of implementation is like, wow, I just, is, I just is a play, lot. I just want to play a game. I just want to play a game with random people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Bizarre. So I, I'm curious to see if people get as upset because overall people love Overwatch yeah. and they love loving Overwatch. And will they overlook it because it's Blizzard? Well, yeah, normally like Blizzard's Overwatch. really, I, I don't know what the right word is. They're really popular in, and it seems like they can do no wrong typically. Right. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And it's... It'll be interesting to see how the overall gaming population does react to it. Yeah, kind of, because it's also like uh, like Epic. They're also lawsuit happy over Fortnite. I mean, they're mm -hmm. suing 14-year-old kids, and everyone's like, nah, it's fine, whatever. We're having a good time in Fortnite, so unless, bad, unless, buddy. That's, that's, that was reasonable, though. Like, it, not, okay, maybe not reasonable. That was like, there was some justifying there, because like, do, it was... Do, do you think the 14-year-old kid did this? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Man, I hope so. Uh, no, but I just mean that they've been litigious Yeah. Uh, in protecting their game and their mechanics. Absolutely. Uh, and people have been really happy to give that a pass, but uh, don't like, the, you know, they feel like PUBG's overreaching, that Epic hasn't. Is Blizzard overreaching? How are people going to respond? Mm hmm you know, I feel like there, it is true that some games that people are having a, like a really good time with and really enjoying at any given moment can sometimes get a pass with things as long as people don't feel like it's going to impact their experience in that game. Yes. It's like, it's like as long as it's cool for me, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, we'll, we'll see. We shall see. Um, also, all, like all, <laughs> this is a fun one. Um, we all remember Mass Effect Andromeda, uh -huh. which came out last Sadly. year. Sadly. And, uh, and, and didn't do great, and as a result of the uh, underwhelming response to the game's launch, EA closed down that studio. It was yes. a, a Bioware Montreal, and absorbed the employees of that studio into some of their other Montreal studios, like Motive. And so they have them working on the projects now. So sort of shuttered that 
Bioware studio, shifted a bunch of things, canceled the deal, the planned DLC, like the Quarrying Arc that they were working on. Uh, and it's and we're basically like, well, I guess Mass Effect is done. Jeez. And so it was, it was not great. Breaking news. Oh, God. I have confirmation on the hamster's name. What is the hamster's name, Gus? Hammond. Hammond the hamster. I like it. Right, it just just like breaking. It. To be fair, it's, it hasn't been fully revealed as Hammond yet. That's speculation. Right. But it's a lot of signs are pointing to that it's going to be Hammond the hamster. Then stop lying to me, well, Kelly. Well, we'll see how this ages. But the um, the uh, Bioware producer Mark Dara recently uh, blamed like every other game that came Go out on. around that time <laughs> for why Mass Effect Andromeda didn't get a fair shake. So specifically at the time, I believe he uh, he named Zelda Breath of the Wild because hmm. they came out really close to each other. Um, but did then they? he also I guess they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it was it was Breath of the Wild. It was Horizon Zero Dawn, Nier Automata, Mass Effect Andromeda. They all came out really yeah. really close to each other. And so uh, Mark Darrow, who's the executive producer for Anthem and Dragon Age, uh, and is based in Edmonton, uh, said. Uh, He's, there's a tweet thread that went up uh, yesterday. He said, I'm going to regret this in half an hour, but let's talk, did Mass Effect Andromeda get a fair shake? First off, the question was not, is it secretly a great game, and did me Nintendo make us fail? Mass Effect Andromeda is a deeply flawed game, especially at launch. Thank you for the acknowledgement. It was. But the review environment was crowded. Near, Neo, Horizon, and Zelda all launched in Mass Effect Andromeda's window. Each does something better than Mass Effect Andromeda. Again, a flawed game. As a result, even systems that are pretty decent get scrutinized against superiorly implemented ones. Does launching in a different window turn 72% into 90%? Certainly not. Maybe 72 into 77 or 78, maybe. Does that affect sales? Some, but word of mouth matters so much these days. And here's the thing. That's the nature of the industry. You don't have full control control over when you launch and no control over when others do. Um, I feel compelled to point out at this point, I'm, you know what, hold on, finish the tweet thread. Uh, you don't have full control over when you launch and no control over when others do. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition benefited by how tough a year 2014 turned out to be for games. You launch the best game you can. Mass Effect Andromeda has a lot of problems and got lapped by genuinely better games. So, first of all, acknowledgement that Mass Effect Andromeda had problems. Uh, but there are a couple things that I take issue with, mm -hmm. like uh, <laughs> Go on. saying you don't have full control over when you launch and no control over when others do, even though EA very publicly said that they would be happy to give the game five more months if they felt like it needed it, but mm -hmm. that they were confident that it did not. Yep. Very true. And so they... You well, I mean, you never you know. You, you, I'm just you saying, you could have moved it. You never know how like, like his position versus the, his overlords is. Like, maybe he did want to move it, and maybe A was like, "No, we're going to say we could move it, but we're not going to." We never know. True, but they make it sound like they were completely powerless in that scenario, um, in spite of saying previously that they made the choice to release it that time. Also, I don't like the argument that people say our game was bad because other games came out that were better. I think what really hurt Mass Effect Andromeda was, um, I'm going to go out on a, limb here, on a limb here and say it was Mass Effect Andromeda. The, yeah, I, so I, I think it was, it, the it was the, the it, memes and the how memes easy it was to share the flaws and the problems that people had in the game. Uh, like some of the broken walk animations, the, the, the faces the that didn't look right, faces, people the, holding guns backwards. Tired, uh, all that stuff. It just, it was so easy. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't argue that it, it did come out in a time where there were a lot of great games, but... Like, I was looking forward to Mass Effect Andromeda just like everyone else was. And yeah. I waited for reviews, and as soon as I saw how bad it was getting reviewed, like, I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, I still I still bought it, and I still played it. Yeah. And I still wasn't happy with it. Uh, I was looking forward to Mass Effect Andromeda more than uh, pretty much everything except for Zelda. And that didn't, it didn't stop me from buying it by any stretch of the imagination. Like, Mass Effect is a very weighty franchise and we'd all been waiting a very very long time for it to return so I don't think it's like oh you know there were you know other games and there was just like too much hype for the other games I do agree they all reviewed better they all had better implemented systems that that highlighted the flaws of Mass Effect but I also think that Mass Effect Andromeda's flaws kind of stood on their own yeah they were so easy to pass around and then once you see all that it's really hard to take Mass Effect Enormous, you, seriously, I, I, and that wasn't so, other games doing that. So I do want to point something out. He okay. said that Dragon Age Inquisition benefited from a soft 2014 uh, window of games. 
Other games that released on the same day as Dragon Age Inquisition include same day. Same day. Include Far Cry 4, GTA 5, uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Is that true? That's, that's what I'm looking at here. Uh, no, that, this, this all says November 18th, Dragon Age Inquisition, Far Cry 4, mm -hmm. Grand Theft Auto 5. Mm -hmm. uh, that's PS4 and Xbox One, by the way. I should point that one out. Um, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. I think you're missing the big one. Watch Dogs on Hatsune the Wii U. Miku, Project so, Diva F2. I mean, do you think that he's just trying to say that, like, if there was a, a, a more of a gaming drought, then more people at least would have gotten their hands on with it? Um, maybe, but he's also... That's, that, but that, he's, that's not what he's saying, He's though. specifically yeah. saying that it got reviewed worse yeah. because the other games came out at the same time and were good. It's a rough, rough statement to make, man. Um, Try, you I'm know, trying to find, like... I mean, I, I, I can kind of... I can kind of like see that, yeah. If like if we were in a position of two or three months of games where I didn't have anything to play, and there was a, a middling Mass Effect that came out, I would probably play it. But like, in, my, just in, as, in my opinion, uh, there should never be a middling Mass Effect that comes out. Uh, I don't. I don't disagree and, and, at all. And I'm, I'm I'm a little put off by the notion that, you know, he says that of course. It's not going to move on a Metacritic from 72 to a 90. But like saying that you'd be happy even moving from a 72 to a 77. Like, I wouldn't even want that no. for it. Yeah, I mean, this is a little worrying because he's executive producer on Anthem. Uh, February is not a, sh a small time for games. No. And uh, it's, it's, it's on the 22nd, isn't they're, it? They're going to have a lot of stuff to compare to. So they're basically to. doing the Dragon Age Inquisition thing again. Right. Yeah. They're going so to have a lot of things to compare to. They're releasing on the same days as, uh, let me see if I can remember them all again. Uh, days Gone uh -huh. is releasing that day. Uh -huh. Anthem is releasing that day. Uh, Metro. What's Metro Exodus God, is releasing that day. Metro looks fucking good. Looks, I know. I, that looks very exciting. Uh, and then there are a couple of other games in February as well, different dates, but also in February. So, Crackdown 3? Yep. Is also February 22nd. February 22nd. So it's going to be a very busy day. And yeah. if, you know, it's. I, I don't think that I would blame any of those other games, though, if Anthem doesn't do well. Correct. But I feel like. Why? They, no, definitely I, not. Yeah. But I feel like they, they are maybe preparing that mentality for themselves, at least. I hope not. Uh, I want to like that. Anthem, Anthem would get a fair shake if it wasn't being released around all these other games. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, Anthem is weird. They, you know, I'm not entirely sure what to expect with it at this point. I, I want it to be good. Yeah. I think people are expecting Destiny, but it's really... But this E3, they keep talking about how it's basically a single-player yeah, RPG, it's like, just like it's, there a, are it's an RPG, there's, but you can invite your friends to play co-op. Like, you're not going to be running into players in the wild. You're not going to be running into players in the hub world. Who knows if there's even going to be matchmaking? Like, I think people need to temper their expectations I, for what kind of game it is. I think all of that sounds good to me, though. That all sounds that, great, too. That, totally. That, that sounds like sounds, a game I want to play. Uh, I, it all I, sounds I, great. It just sounds like very different from what we had Right. I, I think for some reason people are applying, well, not for some reason, there's very good reasons, but people are applying Destiny framework to this game and expecting that. It's not going to be that, I don't think. Mm -hmm. um, although I will say I do appreciate in Destiny being able to see other people in the world while you're just running around. It makes it feel alive and populated. And going back to the hub world, even though you're not really interacting with any of these people, just seeing people gives me that sense of like, oh, there's other people experiencing the same thing I'm experiencing, um, which I think is a weird omission. But if it's that's not the kind of game they're going for, it's not the kind of game they're going for. Well, and, and we'll see once it finally gets implemented. There's a lot of things that I think could be cleared up. And I don't know if they're being intentionally vague so mm -hmm. they don't overpromise or what it is exactly that's happening there. But there are a lot of details that I'm like, I guess we'll see. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, similarly, Fallout 76. Mm. A lot of people have been a little confused about it since E3. So they come out and they're like, all right, it's online, it's shared world, all this. Uh, and people go, so it's a grief fest. And they go, no, 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 no. It, it's, it's online. No, no, we got you covered. It's online. And there's nukes, so it's a grief fest. <laughs> right. Uh, but that, uh, you know, so they've clarified a couple of things. Like, you can't target a player with a nuke. You target an area. And then everyone in that area is given a warning so they but can, you know, pack up shop and get out. You see, I know. <laughs> you see where everyone else is on the map. Like, they've made that clear that you can see where everyone else is on the map. People are, right. people are mad about that because you can't stealth anymore. Cause... But they're also saying that people aren't going to be able to just follow you around and grief you. That it's going to be some, gonna... there's going to be some kind of, like, I don't know, challenge system or bounty system. So you can't. I, th I think it's like you'll get spawned away from them and be on a different instance. So you're not going to be, like, in one instance with the same griefer. So then constantly. you can't get your revenge. So does that mean that you can just, like, you can just kill people out of your instance? Like, I don't like you and kick them out by killing them? Uh, who knows? So, it's probably an, an evolving system. 
those those are all the big questions, right? But uh, I think they're probably still tweaking it to figure it out. Sure. There was a tweet from Pete Hines back June 12th that just said, we are still tweaking how it works. But as I said in an interview, PvP is kind of like issuing a challenge to someone. If you don't want to deal with them, they can't keep killing you over and over. Todd is better suited to explain the specifics. But Maybe, they can kill you at least once. Yeah, it's like just the once. Yeah. So that's I don't like the, the answer of, you don't have to engage with the other players, but they can engage with you. <laughs> like that's, but they did announce that they're coming out with with private servers post-launch, which I think should be a, an at-launch in inclusion. Yeah, I'm, I get a little bit worried when they're like, we're still trying to figure out exactly, and I'm like, your game comes out in, in November. Uh, and I get that that's still several months away, but usually those last several months are, are spent with the polish and tweaking of things, right? Not it's deciding. a Fallout game. There's no There's polish. <laughs> hey, how um, But Pete Hines uh, also was just, uh, he was just quoted saying um, that Fallout 76 is not what everybody expects. That basically whatever you think Fallout 76 is, is probably not that. It's uh, not a Fallout game? That that doesn't seem like a great statement to make. I just I just don't know. There's This is another sort of case where... It's so confusing. Yeah. Like based on what is available and what when, isn't available. When's the beta? I don't think they've said. Haven't dated it. We do know that the beta is going to be um, Xbox One's getting the beta first, and then uh, PS4, PC. But when that is, I don't know. Hopefully soon, if they want it to be like an actual proper beta and not just a demo that's available for an exclusive period of time. Sure. So we'll see. But I'm I'm kind of confused. Yeah. I, I think we all are. So yeah, in order to get beta access, you have to pre-order the game, which I'm not so, doing. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Well, that's I mean that's how a lot of thing, play, uh, games do it. I mean, yeah, but especially with this game with so many questions, like we don't know what it is. Well, like, ho wanna... hopefully when the Xbox players get it, we'll have a better idea, and then mm -hmm. other players can decide to pre-order or not, which I don't recommend. You pre-order games. Mm -hmm. Dumb. Don't do it. Look at that. Is it Adam? What does Adam recommend? Don't don't do it. It's dumb. <laughs> um, but. Like we did learn a lot about it at E3, so you know I, I'm glad we got some details. We learned before. it exists. That was all. Well, no, because we, we learned that before E3. Oh, true. Yeah. Uh, but then we did get, you know, they said yes, um, Vats is going to return, but it's going to be a little bit different because obviously we can't slow the game down for everyone. That special is returning, sort of, but it's you know it, it works a little bit differently again than a traditional Fallout game, uh, and. You know, we, we know the whens, we know the wheres, so we've got all that, which is good. But I'd like to know the rest. Of course. Yeah. I, I'd like to know, I, you know, I don't need to know the exact number of players per server. They've said dozens and dozens. So we're not talking hundreds, we're not talking MMO. We're talking very likely uh, seamless instances in, uh, you know, along the lines of like a Sea of Thieves or something where you can, you may move in and out of an instance and never realize it. And we know that nukes are, will cause endgame zones, which is kind of cool. Uh, I like that, that just any bit of the map can temporarily become an, a high-level endgame zone. That's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. I just need, I just want to know how... We still have too many questions. The right? other players are going to fit into my experience. Yeah, the other get, jerks you got to play with. Right. I get NPCs are going to be mostly like, you know, like robots and mm -hmm. stuff. And that's cool. So, okay, we got that. And if I see a human, it's probably a human. Unless it's a giant slob with mushrooms on it. Well, that's not a human. Right, right. Sorry, I got carried away. Yeah. Like, I just really like the giant slobs. Slobs are not humans. Um, but well, yeah. So we'll we'll see. But uh, I find it a little bit odd that so many of these really big games are being really vague. Mm -hmm. And I I wonder if Maybe. it's just because they're trying to avoid making any sort of like No Man's Sky style overpromising that then doesn't or, get delivered and people get upset about it. Or maybe they're at a point in development where they can go a couple of different ways and they thought, let's announce it and see how people react and see what they want and don't want and then we can figure out what decision, what direction to go in based on that. Yo, Fallout's coming out in months. Yeah, but this is like tweaking the the way that multiplayer works or PvP engagement. Like if everyone was like, yeah, I can't wait to kill everyone, they'd be like, cool, always, always PvP. But if people are hesitant, they're like, okay, maybe not always PvP. Like, not the whole game, but maybe like the way systems actually function. Can that be a setting? Like, maybe just in my settings I go, oh, no PvP. And then I get put in no PvP instances, and I don't have to deal with selecting servers yeah. or whatever. But I don't also don't, then I have to deal with people. That'd be great. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. We'll see. Anyway, we'll figure out more, I guess, about what Anthem is, about what Fallout 76 is.
pretty soon here. But let us know uh, what you think of the Overwatch thing about Mario Tennis Aces and its stupid lack of tennis. Uh, about Mario Aces would have been a better name. But then, oh, then I would think of a. Oh man, now I want a poker like game. a World War One flying game where Mario flies against the Red Baron. That would be amazing. Or just bring him into Crimson Skies too. Right, or like a Crimson Sky style game. Oh, Nintendo, that one's free. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let us know what you think about all of that stuff. If you uh, are a Rooster Teeth first member, we will have our first exclusive post show, New Game Plus, on the website. You can check that out. If you're not a Rooster Teeth first member, you can become a Rooster Teeth first member. We've got a free seven-day trial, so you can uh, sign up, see what it's all about, check out. We've got a couple first exclusive series. Uh, we do more conversations outside of Glitch Please exclusively for first members. It's a lot of fun. And don't forget, RTX Austin is coming up. So if you want to come to RTX Austin, then uh, you can get tickets now. And we, uh, we've also, we've announced RTX London. We've announced the guest lineup. I know I'm going to be there. Pretty excited about that. So um, make sure you get tickets, get everything sorted out. If you want to come say hi. And if you do, say hi. All right. We will see you next week for more Glitch Please. Thank you guys so much for being awesome. Goodbye. Yeah,